0: It's 9.30 on a Monday morning, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined, as always, by my fabulous guest host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda.
1: Good morning, Marianne. I've got my thankful apron on.
0: (gasps) You do? Yes.
1: It's bright yellow. It glows with thankfulness. (laughs) Our pledge drive ended, I mean, just a few hours ago, and we don't have a total yet, but it's because it's taking them so long to count all that money.
0: They are locked in their uh, office upstairs, the With staff. guards. That's right.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> guards arm. have arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying.
0: They're <laughs> counting, and th- they will be uh, notifying you post-haste about how well, as a team, all of us, you and uh, us also, because Linda and I are, are donors, too, and members, oh, yes. too, and we're interested, by all means, in... Um, helping to keep the station going and also to see how we all did together. I know, it's exciting. Everybody
1: was so generous. Sorry about the whole strong arm thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do what you got to do. Yes, yes, desperate
1: (laughs) times. You know,
0: the the good news besides the fact that that was a very successful pledge drive is that you and I actually get to talk about cooking this week.
1: I know, it's so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so exciting. I have one word for you what asparagus it's spring i know i mean but for a month it's been so good i just love asparagus so much i mean i i mean we eat so much of it i buy four pounds at a time we just mow through it it's just the best
0: it is so good and it's so versatile yeah yeah i mean you can do anything from hardly anything to really fancy stuff with asparagus the thing
1: that i do most is i grill it I put it on the grill when I'm grilling something else and then keep it in the fridge for a couple of days just, you know, to nosh on. But uh-huh. I, I just love it when it's grilled because it just has to be a, there a little while and it's cooked through, um, but it's not mushy. It's still a really good grain and really, really good flavor. It is
0: one of those things that you, you got to keep an eye on because it goes from perfect to uh, pureed. Yes, yes. <laughs> in in it's no true. time. It's really true. Yeah.
1: You have like what 20 seconds something <laughs> yeah. it,
0: it, it requires your attention but it's so yeah. worth it it's so worth it yeah. uh, what do you do with it these days um,
1: seriously, I, I even like if I, if I just make eggs and toast for breakfast, I'll saute up a bunch of asparagus. Or if I have some in the fridge, heat up some of the grilled asparagus. Just And, and we don't have vegetables as a side dish with breakfast except in the spring. And then the summer we'll have poached eggs on a um, salad, you know. Uh-huh. Just the salad greens are so beautiful. But um, And I'm really looking forward to that. But um, asparagus. And then um, for lunch, just whatever we have for lunch, I'll put it on the side. Um, there's a salad that I make that I really like, which is just lettuce a lot of asparagus that is cooked somehow and then made cold so you can you know boil it or steam it or poach it or saute it or or i mean um grill it whatever you want a lot of it and then um lettuce and then just a few walnuts and then like a a dijon that a dijon vinaigrette that has um a, a lot of dijon in it and some tarragon and that's i think really really delicious it is so
0: good yeah and it is one of those things where the less you do the asparagus the better it likes it yeah i um I recently discovered someone gave me as a gift uh, a bottle of hot honey. Oh yeah, and I like uh, hot honey. I mean, I've made you it make before. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and it's ju- and when I make it, it's just hot chilies and uh, infusing really good honey. Mm. Uh, this particular one has vinegar in it, oh, and really? because of that. I haven't really liked it in terms of the way that I would normally use a hot honey that doesn't have that acid in it.
1: It sounds more like a dressing, doesn't it? Well, like honey I, and vinegar and I hot, the s- flavor.
0: put a squeeze of it in uh, a vinaigrette last night and it was really good. Okay. So That's I have found a, it. yeah, I have found a way to use that, but it would be good on asparagus, grilled asparagus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The vinegar would go good there. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're, oh, you know what else? Daylight savings time. Oh. <laughs> it's daylight savings
1: time. Oh, we get to do the clocks. That's right. <laughs> Big well, party at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: it already happened, right? Because we're pre-recording. Yeah. So, uh, but I I just like knowing that um, it's not going to get, dark at 4 30 yeah, yeah yeah that is really, really <laughs> and really also nice. as we get even farther into the season I like getting up early but I like it when it's daylight so much more yeah and so.
1: then I that's something that I really look forward to is I love getting up early having it be light and a little bit warmer you know what I mean yeah and I can sit outside um at the picnic table with the dogs and have a cup of coffee and read the paper I really like doing that I tried it's so funny I'm I'm really like you know nostalgic for it right now and so a couple days ago i tried it and i looked at the thermometer and it says it's 41 and i'm like i can do it so i put on a bunch of clothes you know (laughs) when i went outside but my hands i hadn't located my gloves you know
0: oh yeah (laughs) and
1: so for a while i kept it around the coffee but that got pretty ice cold pretty (laughs) fast and then i just had to like surrender and give up and go inside with my blue little fingernails and
0: (laughs) on (laughs) those days we just have to be grateful if it's not (laughs) raining
1: but i had to bring a flashlight too because it was dark when i first (laughs) got out there you know, like, I mean, you can see stuff, but it was like Linda, first light. That level of
0: dedication I is not typical to, of uh, to, the rest of
1: us. No, I just wanted to go outside. So <laughs> bad.
0: You know, the other thing that really appreciates uh, the longer days is almost everything we love to eat. Yes, yes. So exciting. Yeah. I'm very, uh, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Speaking of honey and uh, chilies. I saw a recipe somewhere, and I, you know, I should give people credit for this. Although I think it's kind of an unrecipe recipe because it was for glazed carrots, and there's only a million ways to yeah, do that depending yeah. on what's in your pantry. Yeah. And um, I always have a, carrots in the fridge, so if I'm stumped for a side dish, I try to come mm-hmm. up with something. But this was; these were glazed with honey and um, orange juice and some chilies but i'm thinking the hot honey oh yeah that would be perfect and uh well i don't know the orange, juices, orange juice is it's that's an acid too so maybe yeah. not the hot honey but honey and chili and well you could use orange, orange juice yeah yeah that's true that orange flavor yeah it
1: just sounds good you know what that reminds me of and i don't even know why there was well um it's i guess it's about the dangers of using like a prepared product in something you know what I oh mean? yes so um um, I, I lived for quite a while in Illinois and there was this place there called John's Barbecue pretty generic name but man it was good and they were so known for their barbecue sauce so then all of a sudden john retired why would you do that he had (laughs) several stores he was so successful i mean he was lauded everybody loved his stuff shut down and um so i I was searching on the internet trying to figure it out and of course there's gossip from people who've worked there and stuff and what it was was his barbecue sauce was just one-to-one a certain kind of barbecue sauce that Kraft made with a mixture 50 50 of orange juice and pineapple juice so he my take, gosh! You know, a, a gallon ketchup. of the, oh, the yeah. barbecue sauce, and then a gallon of this mixture of the two juices. Pineapple is a really good thing in barbecue, and people, you know, don't realize that very often. But pineapple really is a really good ingredient in barbecue.
0: Do you think it's a tenderizer too, to some extent? I think I think because that's of the nature. acid. You know, they yeah. say
1: that it, it denatures. <laughs> 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 oh, there <you> quote me. <laughs> my whole brain working <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> good lord that was a scary moment <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah I mean that totally makes sense because that's what you, you do use it for but it, it really really had good flavor and um so if you're making your own barbe- barbecue sauce consider putting pineapple or pineapple juice in it but yeah he had to shut down because that was his ingredient and he couldn't get it anymore and he didn't oh. know that was how he made his barbecue sauce when Kraft quit making that specific barbecue sauce he just had to shut his whole operation <laughs> yeah isn't that something that's yes but and I find that mostly with with Chinese ingredients I love cooking Chinese food you know and I'll go to the Chinese grocery store up in the city and figure out what I need and buy it and I got the picture memorized I don't know what the words are but I buy it every time and then it's gone and I have no idea how to make then what I made yeah
0: yeah I I am uh there's there are ingredients for Asian cooking that I don't have, and mm-hmm. one of them is, I mean, there's so many kinds of soy. Mm-hmm. There's yes. dark soy, there's sweet soy, there's, you know, uh, low salt soy, there's all, uh, a zillion, and I, I have a bottle of tamari in the fridge, and that's all I have. Yeah. So i ha- who knows what it would really taste like if I had all of those yeah. esoteric things. Do you have a lot of different kinds
1: of soy? Um, I, I maybe have three or four kinds. Chinese vinegar is always a mystery. There's so many really extraordinarily different kinds you know they're so different from one another so that's always kind of a mystery but it's the pastes that are the oh, things yeah that are um really prepared things that I rely on If yes that makes sense. And that the fermented black beans. exactly yeah if no. like gone yeah me too even i used to make um, hummus and everybody always said my hummus was so good and i did like my hummus but then when my brand of tahini was discontinued that's what it was it was that the tahini that i was just using by accident was so delicious and all other tahinis pale in comparison and um so so that was it so that was even an ingredient you can find substitutes but it was by far the best in my opinion
0: so then you had to go out of the hummus business, just like John.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no more hummus for Linda. Hey, there are it,
0: the, the It's amazing the crazy uh, variations in tahini, mm-hmm. from one brand to another. It's ver- pretty simple ingredients,
1: but yeah, you'd think that it wouldn't be that different. No. But so many of them just taste like library paste. <laughs> they do
0: well, and uh, I I would say that texture has a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. and um. I want something that's more, um, a little not really, yeah, pourable, not pourable like ultra liquid. But I don't want to, I don't want to dip a knife not in there and have butter. it stick, yeah. you know, come up in a clump.
1: Yeah, it's like, um, natural peanut butter when you have yeah. to mix the oil in yeah. the No, I don't like that. Cement at the bottom. <laughs> Although it's easier to
0: deal with with peanut butter, I think, than, uh, tahini, but geez. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm going to try an Asian y sort of thing tonight with, um, some black cod I have some black cod oh numb and although I normally would uh, maybe do something like this with um, salmon because salmon stands up to a glaze a sticky mm-hmm. glaze really well but I have black cod and you yeah. know you got to use what you have yeah so I'm going to do uh, a little something with soy and ginger and scallions and
1: garlic and that sounds really good yeah it sounds really good to and me. and that too. is really good on salmon that's the way I prepare salmon the most yeah yeah Hey, you know what, um, Dale did some work on somebody's chainsaw, and as a thank you, he gave us a bunch of scallops, they're frozen, they're from Alaska. Oh my gosh. How do I cook those? Because I'm allergic to them, so I have no idea. Oh yeah.
0: What, what should well, I do? I, I, what? I've only ever, I, I don't have scallops very often to play with, and I've only ever done them like really quick saute in butter, or, you know, a mix of butter and oil, okay. sometimes a little... Uh, sesame oil, if I'm going to, you know, sprinkle them with some soy and some uh, toasted sesame seeds. It depends on what you're going to put them on. But I usually just do that and have them with pasta and a lot of scallions. And
1: How do you tell if they're done?
0: Well, <laughs> it's kind of like fish. I like them... White on the outside and a little bit translucent okay. right in the very inside. So okay. like shrimp, uh, like prawns okay. or like uh, fish of any kind. I don't like it all the way done, but and they get kind of rubbery if you overcook them. Okay. It's so easy to overcook them. Okay. I would say if you're curious, mm-hmm. just <laughs> cut one in half and take a look. Okay. And then have Dale eat that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Testing. You, are you allergic on your skin even? No, no. Okay, uh, just don't no, eat it. Yeah. Okay. And,
1: and I generally try to stay away from it because I don't want to become allergic on my skin. So yeah. like if I'm deveining shrimp, I'll wear gloves. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, just eating them.
0: Yeah, that's quite the gift.
1: What? Oh, uh, to I thought be you given. meant being allergic. to that. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, yeah. I, I mean, I'd yeah, return he, that gift. I mean, we're like, do you have any more chainsaws to fix? <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> it's from uh, Usually, Alaska. Maybe you get some Copper River salmon. I know. Well, he oh. gave us some halibut too, but I know how to cook that.
1: But yeah, it was really yeah. Nice. oh
0: Hey, you know one um one of our talks recently with each other about cooking, um I was saying that I have tried a variety of new recipes out of sheer boredom and um and that I haven't always loved how those have turned out and I might not do them again because it, it ingredients are expensive and Mm -hmm. unless you love it why would you but they often is one thing about them that I really love and I can use in a different way and I uh, I know that you make really good cauliflower soup and there's a lot of ways to make really good Mm -hmm. cauliflower soup Uh, but this was a cauliflower soup with uh, rosemary oil drizzled on it
1: I love rosemary
0: I do too and this was just like put the uh, oil in a saucepan and toss in three or four stems of rosemary and just simmer it for a little while Mm -hmm. and then dump it out and into a bowl and then toss some uh, bread, some croutons in that pan that you've had the oil in.
1: Oh, what a good idea. And
0: let them toast up and then drizzle it over the cauliflower soup. And I thought that is Genius. really yeah that's yeah. really good and that oil would be good on so many
1: things i make a rosemary oil with garlic so oh I do just good that. i have minced garlic you know i keep that in the freezer all the time so i just break off a chunk of that and then three or four stems of rosemary i bring that maybe a cup and a half of olive oil and i bring the um bring it up to like a sizzle where it starts to sizzle like it kind of does a little bubbly thing on the surface and then i just turn it off and let it completely cool on the stove top off the flame and by flame, I mean my electric burner. <laughs> yeah, really? Me too. Me don't too. Don't think I'm fancy out there in rural Astoria. <laughs> we could
0: do a whole how much we hate our stoves <laughs> episode. I know, I know, I know. And it could be a cautionary tale for any of you who are thinking about shopping. Yeah. And I don't even mean it's like, it is not uh, brand specific. It is just no. what kind of stove you have and what kind of stove you like. And I my wanna... my gripe about mine right now is the glass cooktop oh yeah uh, so hard to clean oh impossible after years yeah you know 10 years 15 years in yeah. it's just going to be Awful.
1: And I just always have a fear it's going to break. I'm making a big tub of soup, you know, and I'm just oh like, yeah. I hope it holds up. I hope, you know, yeah, I don't have the disaster I expect. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have one we don't anticipate instead. I, w- I, w- I wanted to say a word about those oils, though, those infused oils. Yes. They are a big source of botulism. And so you have to be careful with them, the seven of you out there listening to us. You make them, you refrigerate them, you know, you throw them away in a week. So just be careful, especially if you use garlic. Anything, anything that is... From nature. Yeah. Rosemary with leaves and So that goes with
0: vinaigrettes too. Yeah. If you're making fresh, you know. I mean, if you're buying a vinaigrette, odds are it's got stabilizers and stuff in it. But if you're making one um, from scratch and you're using shallots and Mm -hmm. garlic and fresh herbs, it's only good for, I I figure it's only good for a couple days. I have a little tiny bottle with a screw top on it, and I make one salad's worth at a time and just shake it up. So... Yeah. Be real careful with yourselves, would you? Yes. We need all of you.
1: We, we're going to need another $6,500 check next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And by then you should have recovered from the
1: shock of this year,
0: of writing that $6,500 check. And yes, then uh, last week. $500 and
1: then, a month. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I want to quickly remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of uh, KMUN and North Coast Food Web. And you know, uh, Linda, North Coast Food Web is uh, fixing to uh, open up the market again in just a couple weeks in their new digs at I the know, Astoria Food exciting. Hub, so that's exciting, Uh I would say uh, stay in touch with, so always stay in touch with KMUN.org where there's so much cool stuff going on. Uh, but also NorthCoastFoodWeb.org will keep you apprised of the uh, how the move is going and, and when um, the Thursday market will be back up and running. So
1: I, You were talking about um, Chinese stuff. I, I made a chicken stir fry, oh, maybe four nights ago. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like i always do i have a wok on a burner that i use outside and it's just because i cannot on an electric stove get a wok no enough. you can't and so it's on like a you know like a thing you'd like light a crab burner off with It's oh it's right, a right carbon steel wok it's 22 inches it's big i love it so i made a big stir fry and normally i just stir fry vegetables and, you know, meat if I'm going to use it. Um, and then, you know, sometimes I'll throw rice or noodles in there or something. But um, I just stir fry it. I'm, I'm, I, I use pastes for flavor. I use aromatics for flavor, but I'm not big on the snotty sauce. Uh-huh. You know, I don't use cornstarch a lot in my asian cooking it's just because there's something about that snot that i just don't like that much (laughs) but but i thought i know how to do this you know i'll 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 just do this i was just making something that was mostly asparagus so it's a lot more like some kind of mugu guy pan type thing yes so i thought i'll just i'll make the snotty sauce so um what you do is you just mix a little bit of cornstarch with some water and then when you're pretty much all done cooking you just pour that in there and then the heat makes the cornstarch thicken so i don't know what i did I, i might maybe I was listening to KMUN and I'm just like <laughs> like ladling cornstarch. Oh, my. Oh, <throat> my. <laughs> oh somehow no. somehow I just got way too much cornstarch. And so, you know, I always have cornstarch. You know how it settles in the bottom and yeah. then it forms that little cement and you always got to yeah. get it going. So I had a little fork and I stirred it up and I poured it in there the amount that I would always use and it just went... <laughs> And it oh, just seized no. up. Like, like, I don't know, like, like you a had a walk shaped like a Nerf ball, you know, <laughs> it was just awful. It just seized up. And I'm like, oh my god! So, um, I always have in a pitcher, I have some just water, water, not water with cornstarch because, um, when you're stir-frying broccoli or cauliflower, um, one thing you do is you get it started, you get it browned a little, and then you put a little bit of water in the wok, and then you steam them a little, because they're just a lot better if they're steamed a little also, not just stir-fried. So I always have that. And then when I'm done stir-frying, I pour water into the wok, and then I let it sit there while we eat, and it cools the wok off, and it also loosens anything that's stuck on there. It makes it easy to clean. So I had that, and I I used all that water, and still it's just like... (laughs) It was just like... It was like silly putty, then and not just a (laughs) nirpah by the time i was done because it was a little more liquid but i'm just like oh and it's i didn't have you know stir frying goes so fast it's not like you have time to just leave it burn away and run into the kitchen and fill your pitcher up and get enough water in there so you essentially have like hot and sour you know mugu guy pan soup (laughs) you know it was was so thick so anyway it was just all clotted up and so i'd made rice and everything and so i just like glopped it like like it was like i had like an ice cream scoop of it (laughs) (laughs) the rice for dinner i'm here's dinner honey one (laughs) scoop or two (laughs) I know (laughs) and poor Dale he looked at me like just like eat it (laughs) but I just I mindlessly somehow just got I mean it had to be at least five times the cornstarch I should have I just I must have been thinking of gravy or something or I I just maybe you were thinking in terms of roux or yeah not thinking or yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh. oh my gosh there's another whole show
0: is a kitchen fails Uh, another whole (laughs) show maybe a season maybe a whole season (laughs) jolly
1: have you successfully cooked anything lately (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: such a good uh question um i cooked something that i saw probably online because i'm getting really lazy about opening a cookbook it's so hard it's really hard and i'm down to just one narrow bookshelf of books and i have eat your books, so it's not like i can't find (laughs) something easily but anyway i have no excuse but um i really like sauteed greens i really like Mm -hmm. sauteed greens of any kind but i'm particularly
1: fond of collards my grandma called that a man salad anytime you sauteed the greens because oh. the men would eat it
0: my grandmother used to make wilted spinach yeah. with hot bacon dressing and yeah. that was the salad uh, we i don't think i had a tossed salad until i was an adult away from home uh, it was either potato salad coleslaw salad macaroni salad or wilted lettuce because yeah, the men would eat it yeah, yeah. that well and pickle beets Counted oh, yeah. as a salad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jell O. Does that count?
0: <laughs> oh probably. I, I, I didn't I didn't have much jello as well, that I shouldn't say that because my mom used to make jello for dessert mm-hmm. and pour custard over it.
1: Oh really? Yeah. I've never heard of She would make huh.
0: a, a real nice like a custard you okay. would put over any dessert, but she put it over okay. Jell O Oh
1: that's really cool.
0: Yeah, sorta. anyway (laughs) i uh so so greens i use collards i like collards really a lot um just sauteed them um with and 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 then turned them down into a simmer and uh put in coconut milk and a little soy sauce and just a little kiss of hot sauce Mm -hmm. and um at the end topped them with a ton of um Julian scallions okay. and they were really good but I thought oh these would be so great over uh, polenta or gr- grits oh. what is the difference yeah. I'd like to know I think they're the same I think they are too yeah. um, they'd be really that would be a really good entree it, you know a whole dinner is okay. to put it over some sort of starch and
1: so how long are you cooking the collard greens
0: not very long okay. uh, probably like saute them until just till they wilt so that only takes a couple of minutes and then uh then simmering them in the liquid probably for 15 20
1: minutes because okay. i never i never eat them and it's just because when i was a kid whenever my dad shot a bear and he got out the bear rendering pot you know oh, cool. he al- he would always cook collard greens with them and they cook just as long you know about seven hours and so um i just have such bad memories of that horrible grizzly bear grizzly <laughs> grisly, grizzly <laughs> yeah I like that I uh, open a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fabulous Gris, grisly grisly yeah, I'd Come start, on start <laughs> start planning how you're going to spend Lynn your profit right m- now mediocre plates of food <laughs> <laughs> but um but they were cooked so long and then I associated them with the bear so really as an adult I just don't eat collard greens if there's something you could do this with kale you could no, do it but with chard i should give colored greens a chance because i also thought they had to have the bejesus boiled out of them well
0: and you can slow cook them forever i yeah. do that sometimes by uh crisping up like bacon lardons and mm-hmm. some uh scallions or onions and then putting them in the, in the pot and l- with some um uh, apple juice and vegetable stock or chicken stock and slow cooking them for hours. But
1: it seems like such a waste of energy, just like, like making dulce de leche, you know, where you take your can of yes sweetened condensed milk and you put it in a pot of water and boil it for five hours. I mean, it just seems like such a waste of energy. Yeah.
0: If you're not doing something else in that pot, it's kind of, yeah. you know, if yeah. you could do the whole meal in there, that's great. Yeah. And beans and greens. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. But I should, give, um, I should
1: give collard greens a
0: chance. Yeah. And, and I cut them, I, you know, I like kind of julienne them, pull, strip them off their stems and, and roll up the leaves and kind of do it like a chiffonade almost. Okay. So they don't, you know, it's not big chunks yeah. of collard green. The other thing that Uriah used to do at the Colombian cafe was take a whole collard leaf and um, whack the stem off, but just take the leaf and put it just dry on the grill and oh, really? it comes out like a kill a, a giant kale chip okay. and it's delicious you can point you can paint it with a little bit of olive oil uh like maybe just paint it, uh, the bottom of the pan or the grill with that and then um and then sprinkle it with a little salt or not, okay. but he would just serve it like on the side of a plate, almost like a garnish, but it was just my favorite thing.
1: He was so awesome with vegetables. He did something similar with broccoli and it just turned out so good. Yeah.
0: Very creative. Yeah. I don't know what happens to my mind at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I ever had a creative impulse, it has gone <laughs> south. I know. I'm just like, what am I going to do? And also, I'm the last minute girl with everything. And so all of my writing deadlines, all of my KMUN programming deadlines are all like I'm pushing the envelope, pushing the envelope. So suddenly it's 730 and I got to think about dinner. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, conducive to that low, slow, yummy thing. And I know I've talked about. Um, I promise I'm going to use my slow cooker, but have I no? <laughs> I haven't. So, what do you uh, what do you have on your dance card for uh, like the next d- dinner or the next couple dinners? Well, we have about a minute left. Well,
1: I've been doing kebabs. Oh, yeah, and um, just I think they're a nice transition from winter into spring and summer. You know, so just um, keeping up some meat. Oil, salt, and pepper, maybe some spice or herb on it, and then putting the my my big thing is sweet onions, and then sometimes some red peppers. Those are my go tos, and just just grilling them, and I think that that's really delicious. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. ever put tomatoes on there? Uh, no, I don't. Just because um, I sh- I should, but I just I just don't. Yeah, just there's such a falling off and messy thing. going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: and and uh, you have to commit if you want the nice cherry tomatoes, which are more compliant for a, a kebab yeah. uh, you you buy you know a basket of them and then there you are yeah <laughs> and I'm not really big on just eating those I, I'm not crazy about that kind of tomato and a yeah. salad really yeah yeah we have 30 seconds so Linda Perkins thank you so much
1: yes and thank all of you so much for thank all you your donations. all thank you
0: you're heroic see you in a couple weeks
1: Is it my chicken or my dumplings that keeps him coming back?